Early in Russia's invasion of Ukraine, reports began circulating about the prowess of a particular Ukrainian fighter pilot. Christened with the evocative and ominous nickname the Ghost of Kiev, he was said to have shot down as many as ten Russian jets in the first few days of the war. The Ghost of Kiev was flammed up by a few plausible-seeming sources. Ukraine's former president, Petro Poroshenko, tweeted an image of a fighter pilot, although rendered unidentifiable by helmet, visor and respirator, claiming it was the Ghost. Ukraine's intelligence service, the SBU, published the same picture on its social media channels, suggesting that here was the ghost of Kiev preparing for, or just back from, another duel in Ukraine's skies. Ukraine's Ministry of Defense disseminated combat footage claimed to have been filmed from the cockpit of the ghost's MiG-29. At which point, the Ghost of Kiev story rather ran away with itself. It was said that he had shot down as many as 40 Russian aircraft. Songs hastily composed in his honour were uploaded to YouTube. Images and memes flooded social media. A model aeroplane kit became available. A minor online cottage industry of Ghost of Kiev t-shirts, coffee mugs and other ephemera sprang quickly up. This week, Ukraine's Air Force Command decided to exorcise the Ghost of Kiev. This was apparently prompted by rumours that the ghost was Major Stepan Tarabalka, a Ukrainian pilot shot down and killed on March 13th and posthumously awarded the Order of the Gold Star of the Hero of Ukraine medal. Though Tarabalka's death and the honour were announced on March 25th, the connection between Tarabalka and the ghost of Kiev only seems to have been made by the collective online consciousness in recent days. The Ukrainian Air Force Command statement clarified that Tarabalka was not the ghost and had not shot down 40 planes. The ghost of Kiev was actually, the statement explained, a superhero legend whose character was created by Ukrainians. The real ghost of Kiev, they suggested, was the entire 40th Tactical Aviation Brigade of Ukraine's Air Force, the unit defending the skies above the capital. You can see what they're trying to do here. Keep in some way the ghost alive. And fair enough. They have a war to win, public spirit to maintain. But it's another part of the Ukraine Air Force Command statement that everyone would do well to heed. We ask the Ukrainian community not to neglect the basic rules of information hygiene, they said. Check the sources of information before spreading it. Crazy thought, let's see if it catches on, etc. But had people done this from the start, the ghost would never have got airborne. The much retweeted photo of the ghost was years old. The combat footage was from a video game, and the numbers claimed for the Ghost of Kiev were wildly improbable in that no acknowledged fighter aces of the jet age have got anywhere near them, certainly not in just a few weeks of combat.
The closest real-life approximation of the Ghost of Kiev, i.e. the whole protector of the skies of a nation under siege thing, is possibly General Giora Epstein, a Mirage pilot of the Israeli Air Force with confirmed downings of 16 Egyptian jets and one Egyptian helicopter. But that was across three wars between 1967 and 1973. It is not difficult to see why the Ghost of Kiev took, if you will, off. Since aerial combat began in World War I, the fighter pilot has enjoyed a luster bestowed upon no other variety of warrior. And in this specific instance, the Ghost served as a relatable personification of Ukraine's indisputably heroic against the odds defence, an almost literal David facing down the Russian Goliath. People believed it for the same reason that most people believe most things, i.e. that they very much hoped it was true. And sometimes, though not that often, it is. Also early in the current war, the story emerged of the doughty, if indecorous, Ukrainian defenders of Snake Island. The yarn spun was that a small contingent of Ukrainian troops stationed on this Black Sea outcrop were instructed to surrender by the Russian Navy cruiser Moskva, replied with cheerfully profane defiance, and were killed. It had every appearance of a too-good-to-be-true propaganda myth, and was widely related by social media users and actual media outlets who clearly regarded it as too good to check. But it seems to have been true, more or less, aside happily from the detail of the defender's martyrdom. At least some were taken alive, and at least one, Roman Hrybov, whose famous admonishment to the Moskva now adorns a Ukrainian postage stamp, was returned to Ukraine in a prisoner swap. The tale has even been furnished with a piquant conclusion, with the subsequent sinking of the Moskva by Ukrainian missiles. Wars are strange, confusing, and chaotic things. It is not always entirely clear what happened even decades after the last shots were fired. But in any ongoing conflict, there are many more ghosts of Kiev than there are Snake Islands, and it is sensible to regard claims made by all protagonists with an appropriate amount of scepticism. Perhaps especially when we want to believe them. For Monocle24, I'm Andrew Miller.